Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the morning. I'm really struggling. Welcome back to the toast. Happy Tuesday. Hope everyone's having a fabulous day thus far. Hey, Jax, are you having a fabulous day thus far? Our day could not be more fabulous thus far. We're recording a little later today because this morning we had a very special occasion. We were celebrating a simcha, Mm -hmm. the bris of our nephew. And they are simchas. They are happy occasions, but they're really like kind of emotional and tough because the bebe is crying and crying and crying and you really can't do anything about it. No, and I know you guys weren't there, but let me just replay it for you snip pretty much that's how it went that's why jackie and i if you're watching on youtube which you should be we look so unbelievably gorgeous and sickening we're both wearing dresses and we have our hair done and our makeup done and we've got our big heels on our big heels so it's freezing in this studio and i'm gonna cover up with a blanket but i just wanted everyone to see the fabulousness that is jackson claude on this gorgeous tuesday morning right and we were thinking about changing for the show but Mm -hmm. it's like why do we have to be slobs if we're wearing fabulous outfits? Like, why can't we wear the fabulous outfits on the show? Well, we can do whatever we want, but I do feel like I am my funniest when I feel like a slob. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how today's... It's probably going to be our least funny episode, episode today. goes in shapewear. 100%. I'm actually not wearing any shapewear. I didn't bring any. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. I can't breathe. I'm so sorry. Um, we've got a fab show. We've got a fab show. We've got Fast Five. No mm-hmm. TV recap tonight, today. And today's episode is up a little bit later, but like we were celebrating the gift of life. So everyone can wait a minute, you know? Yes, they can. No TV recap, but I did finish my program, The Empress. Not the program. It was so good. I have to read a book about Cece now. Like I can't wait till season two to know Cece's fate, even though I do know a little bit. Um, Once I finish the book that I am currently embroiled in, then I have to be read the book for the redheads. And then I'll be reading about Cece, I think, The Accidental Empress by Alison Pataki. So there is no TV recap, um, but I did start watching the new season of Love is Blind and I'm not going to finish it because it's really just not my favorite show. Like, mm-hmm. it's just not. However, there was a moment that I want to tell you about that, like, you will find so funny. I mean, I sat in for two seconds and I, it made me actually want to watch this season. Well, I really am enjoying it because one of the the girls who gets engaged and who... um is I think becoming a fan favorite is a plus size girl and they never include plus size people. And like, that's a real factor in dating blind. Like, so I really appreciate it. And like, I think she has like the best guy and um, she's Israeli too, which like we just love. But do they meet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's all about it. Like he's like, oh my God, you're so beautiful. Like, Oh, yay. I told you he was going to think. So that's the scene that I saw. Yeah. And Claudia was like, saying I don't know if he knows. Right, like it's, I do feel like it's something you share. Like if you- I don't, I don't know. I feel like they don't show us this, but I do feel like you describe a little bit what you look like over the hours of talking to someone. Like, I think I would say I have red hair. Right, right. It's the same kind of thing. Right. Well, that's not the moment though I wanted to tell you about. There was this like cringe moment where I was so confused and I was curious if anyone else is this one girl. I think her name is Raven. Um, 
she's like, I have to tell you something. And everyone has like something like, like a, like a burden or something they want to share. Like one girl was like, you know, I was an egg donor for eight different families. So like there's potentially over a hundred of my biological children. A lot of guys aren't into that. The guy was like, that's fine with me. So everyone has like a thing. So this Mm. girl was like being really dramatic about her thing. And she goes, um, so yeah, I work in the service industry on the weekends. And the guy was like, so like you strip? I thought she was saying she's a prostitute. And she was like, no, like I bartend and stuff. And he was like, okay. And she was like, yeah. And just like a lot of guys like have really not been happy with that. It was so dramatic. Like for what? For what? I was like, what am I missing? I'm like, is this a weird way of saying like, I like I, I'm a prostitute? Like I was, it was such a weird moment. That is weird. And she was like, no, I'm not a stripper. And it's like, well, that's what you s- sounded like. Yeah. She bartends on the weekends. Like millions of people. It was the weirdest thing. That is really weird. Um, I'm not going to finish it just because like it's a lot of episodes and there's really only one couple that like I'm actually interested in. But um, people seem to really be enjoying the season more so than they've enjoyed previous seasons. That's great. Oh, good. A button on my dress already fell off. Oh, good thing you had that extra sack of buttons that you pulled off before. Like, why is everything in my life broken? And this dress is brand new. I don't know, but it looks great on you. Thank you so much. It looks so beautiful. Thank you, Auntie Sack. <laughs> Michaela's really gotten good at saying our names. Obviously, Jackie's most because you live here. Auntie Sack, Auntie Sack. And for me, Auntie Coria, Auntie Coria. It is like hearing my name come from the lips of an angel. Like there's really no sound more beautiful except for my own voice. But it's of course, pretty good. Of course. Um, was there anything else you wanted to chat about before we dived in? Like um, we no, have good stories today. We do have good stories. Book update. I'm reading The Princess Spy, which is that history book by the man that I was talking about Mm. and it's so what happened was last week I read historical fiction about Hedy Lamarr and I came to find out afterwards that like the artist the author took some artistic liberties Mm. left out some stuff and I'm like well that's annoying I want to know the true story like maybe historical fiction like I need to be reading more history Mm -hmm. because they really improv Mm -hmm. too much and I and I want to know I know I'm, this is riveting. So try um, to keep your eyes I'm open. literally, my eyes are try, glazed over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm, yeah, totally, no, mm-hmm. totally, yeah. Like, so rude. How, no, it's, it's so rude. It's so rude. It's, I don't complain about a lot. But no, like, no, it's so rude of me. And it's not even like pretend to be interested. Just be interested in what your sister's saying. It's so rude of me, but also like, it's hella boring. <laughs> like, it's really not, not for the readers out there. Okay. I'll, no, I'll, I've been silenced. Thank you. Okay, so we're moving on? Yeah. No, finish your story. No, I want to move on. Okay. So we have Fast Five today. Some really sad news. I'm assuming it's a story. Leslie Jordan. Yeah. So sad. So we'll talk about that. Um, and we'll just talk about things, mostly ourselves mm-hmm. and mostly the the kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you going to do that the whole time? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I guess I could then kind of like do a one-woman show if you're just going to be mm-hmm-ing me the whole time. Mm-hmm. Finish the thing about your book. Like, come on. No, no. Now you don't get to hear it. And everyone's going to just be on the edge of their seats all day. Okay. Just wondering. Maybe you'll. Why I chose this book. Maybe you'll put some like extra um, like info and details on your Instagram. That's a good way. We can drive people to your Instagram. Oh, now she's trying to butter me up. I'm trying to help. Yeah. Because like you're clearly mad. Like you're clearly pressed. Meanwhile, I didn't even say anything until you called me out. I was just being like agreeable. Agreeable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's fine. So you're not sharing. Like you're gonna I'm, make this a whole thing and you're not gonna share. I'll share it for everyone else. Yeah, don't do it for me. I don't even care if you're listening or not. 
you can leave the room for all I care. <laughs> um, no, so then I was like, I want to read the history about someone, not mm-hmm. someone's interpretation. Please stop saying mm-hmm. <laughs> Just stop. <laughs> and so this book is straight facts, as Lionel states. I think that's mm-hmm. his name in the beginning of the book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, like that's how I talk. Like that's how I converse. Like if you don't like it, if you don't like it, like that's on you. That's how I talk, Okay. Okay. You're not going to silence me now. And I'm finding it to be a little dry. Where is the mm. ad-libbing? He even said at one point, like, every conversation that happens in the book is directly taken from a correspondence. There's mm. no fiction here. And now I understand why they add a little fiction to these things because it's a little dry. But I'm going to trust the process and I'm going to finish the book. TTP, man. Trust the process. And if anyone's read it and liked it, please continue encourage me because I'm 18%. So that seems like a waste. For to, sure. To back off now. 100%. 100%. Thank you for, for sharing. And I'm, and I'm sorry that my feigned interest wasn't enough for you. But like I can only like fake it so much until, you know. My, I guess my issue is like I never have to fake it for you. Well, maybe it's because I talk about interesting things. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not it. No, but like, but like what do you, what do I talk about that like you truly like don't care? It's just like, no, it's not that I, I listen. Like the thing is I never don't care about what you're saying. That's you're so saying. Okay, so what you're saying is you're better than me. Okay, can we move on? Sure. Um, also Jackie sure. and I made a TikTok today and I just we feel did. like we're kind of like breaking the internet. We mm-hmm. were just like showing off our outfits, being cute, making the bris about us. And if you want to check that out, like you definitely should. Oh, also we didn't really even talk about, you know, privately, let alone publicly kind of how, you know, me, a childless woman kind of became like the face of motherhood yesterday. You really did. Yeah. I'm honestly, I was really glad that the episode re- resonated with so many moms and like we got tagged in so many stories, people being like, truly, thank you. Like I was listening to this while breastfeeding so I just I wanted to reiterate that point like stay-at-home moms we see you yeah and I know that we have so many listeners who are stay-at-home moms and I figured they'd be appreciate being seen yesterday but I was really moved by how moved everyone was that we just took a moment to appreciate our SAHMs out there also a moment to appreciate the working moms because that's fucking hard too like being a full-time working mom but then also have to you know be a parent morning and night and then like leaving your child which is also really hard yes Definitely. Just, just I actually, for moms in general. I just was reading an interesting article about like the the new roles of like men and women, especially as pertaining to the family and mm-hmm. how even women who work, like instead of being stay-at-home moms, like wound up picking up a double shift because so you still have to cook and right, clean and right. do all and take care of kids. It's both. And so it's like kind of a raw deal. No, that's what I've kind of learned as I've grown up and like everyone around me is having children. Like being a mom, raw deal. <laughs> like, of course, the gift of life is such a, a blessing and we should all be so lucky but like normalize talking about the bad parts of it too yeah no the gift of life is the greatest gift really and that's why you put up with everything else that's what's, what makes it worth it yes and that's what makes you beautiful oh i saw this funny ass video of ellen DeGeneres at the um harry styles he's you know how he did an msg residency mm-hmm. he started one in la i think i it's saw at the forum. jason marie was there yeah jason marie was there um and Ellen was there, you know, with her, you know, fancy seats and somebody was videoing her listening to that was what makes you beautiful. And like, it was one of those videos where like, you're watching someone pretend to know the words like, and it was of the hook. It was, that's what makes you. And she was like, watermelon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like so cringe. I personally feel extremely uncomfortable watching people pretend to know the lyrics to songs. Like either just like don't sing or know the words. Don't sing. It's totally fine. It's so embarrassing. And if I'm ever caught like on video or just like in real life, like 
flubbing the words, I get so embarrassed. Cause I'm like, we, people know us as the girls who like know the lyrics to the all the lyrics songs. Girls. We, we retain so many lyrics. Mm-hmm. So if I'm ever like caught not knowing, I feel like hella embarrassed. Or like when someone's like videoing in the club and then it goes to you and like, you don't, you, you don't know that part. Yeah, that actually Go, just take yourself home. That actually happened to me with Shannon Ford. Um, we were at a birthday party and my song started to play because it was my friend's birthday party and he put it on a playlist, which was really nice. And I'm filming Margot and me, and then I go to Shannon and like it wasn't like the the chorus and like Shannon didn't know the words, which was like deeply offensive. But I did restart the video at the chorus and then she knew the words. That's sometimes that's all you got to do because I'm a good friend. You are. I mean, I sure it was about her. I did it for her. Yeah, of course. Of course. As you do all things. For others. For others. So I feel like we can dive in um, to the Fast Five. Yeah. yeah without further ado. Where are you? Theo loves his auntie. Do-do-do-do-do. Where is Brew? The Strice brothers love a Brits. Do-do-do-do-do. Where is Brew? Probably with his auntie because he spends more time with me and Theo than he does with you it's while true. I'm here. While Claudia's here, Bruno can Obsessed. always be found in her room. That's where he chooses to spend his time. I'm, I'm so happy for him. Like, yeah, me too. That's what I promised him when I told him you guys were coming. I said, Bruno, it's adventure. Like, go. Do your thing. I'm laying in bed last night and like... Theo mindlessly like gets in bed and like lays in my lap. I don't even like look at him. And then 20 minutes later, I'm scrolling TikTok. You come in, you're like, Bruno. And I look at my lap and it's Bruno in my lap. I just assumed it was Theo. Yeah, no, Theo was on the floor in the luggage. (laughs) Bruno's obsessed. Bruno's obsessed with his auntie. auntie. But he's also obsessed with besting Theo. Yeah, like becoming auntie's number one just to spite Theo. Yeah, like Theo can't have anything that Bruno, like if I give Theo a scratch, Bruno shows up shaking his tail. Hey, what about me? Where's my scratch? Belly time. Yeah, because I explained it to you, like Bruno's taking a backseat to Harry, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like he knows I'm not the number two boy in this group because things change. But he won't sink any further than number two. He must be number two now. And Theo cannot come anywhere near that number. I respect the hustle, I do. I do. But he's like not that way with Magnolia. It's so funny. Like he literally comes for Theo's jugular. It's chivalry with Magnolia. She's a lady. Yeah, Theo's just like, bro, calm down. Right, we like, are so, all friends. No, bro, like stop trying so hard. That's really no, what it is. Not um, Bryce. So here are the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your toast. How's that? Gorgeous. Gorgeous? Well, today's gorgeous episode is brought to you by Kitsch. Do you want beautiful hair with minimal effort? Kitsch feels the same way. They upgraded familiar products into game-changing essentials that beauty enthusiasts swear by. From satin pillowcases to time-saving towels, Kitsch knows hair care doesn't stop in the shower. So Kitsch is the hair brand that you just need. Like, Mm. period, end of story. I've had products from Kitsch before they became a sponsor. Then I got a ton of stuff when they became a sponsor. And I didn't even realize, like, the hair stuff that I loved before was from Kitsch. Like, the claw clips are some of my favorite. Um, Whatever your budget is, whatever your skin type or hair type is, Kitsch believes that you deserve indulgences at affordable prices, and that's morning, noon, and night. So it started in 2010. Now they're a female-founded brand that are carried in over 20,000 retail locations. And here are their bestsellers. Satin pillowcases, caps, and eye masks. So if you wake up with, like, ratty hair and like wrinkles on your face it's because um your pillowcases are like leaving indentations in your hair and on your face and I'm a really rough sleeper and so when I got a satin pillowcase it changed my hair like I didn't have to give myself a full blowout and recurl every strand of my hair when I woke up in the morning the satin is made of vegan materials it's cruelty free um and it's so good for your hair and the eye masks are so good for your skin while you sleep 
They also make shampoo and conditioner bars. So it's bottle free beauty. They're bars. It's really sickening. It's actually like really fun to do. Um, they also have the heatless satin curling rollers that I saw everyone using on TikTok. So I bought before they became a sponsor. Um, you, if you're like really conscious of not damaging your hair with heat, which I think a lot of us are, especially the older we get, um, the heatless curlers from Kitsch are fabulous. They also have the quick dry hair towel. So if you retain a lot of water in your hair, like some of us take showers at noon and by noon the next day, our hair is still wet. You can use one of their quick dry towels. It works like a dream. You won't even realize um, how quickly your hair is drying. It's fabulous. And of course, their classic hair ties and scrunchies, which are all super premium. I was using one yesterday. So Kitsch is offering you 30% off your entire order at mykitsch.com slash toast. That's right, 30% off anything and everything at mykitsch, which is M-Y-K-I-T-S-C-H.com slash toast, mykitsch.com slash toast for 30% off your order. Thank you, McClardia. You're welcome. First story, Adidas drops Kanye West after anti-Semitic comments. Adidas officially has ended its partnership with Kanye after he made numerous anti-Semitic comments. They released a statement today saying, quote, Adidas does not tolerate anti-Semitism and any other sort of hate speech. Ye's recent comments and actions have been unacceptable, hateful, and dangerous, and they violate the company's values of diversity and inclusion, mutual respect, and fairness. Took them a long time to do it. Yeah, I think it's been two weeks and, and I saw, uh, you know, like yearly revenue for Adidas when it comes to Kanye is almost $300 million. So this wasn't like a, a small decision they had to make. Right. It did take them a quite, a, quite a long time. Um, and this now re- has Kanye, uh, officially re- removed from the Forbes billionaires list because that deal is worth so much money to him. Got it. I have so many different thoughts and feelings about this whole thing. On the one hand, like, not even on the one hand. I, I don't know if I'm the only person who like didn't care whether Adidas drops him or not. Like it doesn't change anything. And it makes me feel even like now experiencing it and watching this all play out, like makes me feel even more sure like canceling people doesn't help anything, doesn't solve anything. It's not any better for the Jewish people that Kanye doesn't have a deal with Adidas. Like I, I don't care, especially when it's like two weeks later, I saw like people saying they've dropped athletes sooner for using steroids. Right. Oh, um, okay. Let's talk about his, uh, talent agency CAA after two weeks dropped him your girl got canceled in 2018 for tweets I wrote in high school and I was canceled that morning like it it was less than an hour so everyone that makes it feel like so performative I think though for a lot of people like Jewish like Ben and his friends they love Adidas like I don't think a lot of people is from the Jewish community like are going to be really comfortable and down to be like spending a lot of money on Adidas sneakers like knowing that like this is not something they like immediately want to stay away from. Right. Like if, if you, like if someone, if one of our TNN shows was saying crazy fucking shit, like you don't want to be associated with that. It's more, it's not canceling, but it's more like, ew, like go no, away. And also like we live in a cancel culture. Right. Like, and, like these and, are the consequences. Right. So it's odd that it took them so long for anyone else saying anything else. It would have been much more swift or mm-hmm. doing anything else as it's been in the past. It's not like Adidas like doesn't subscribe to the same right. corporate law that everyone, everyone else, else does. does. And a lot of people are like, well, you know, as someone who doesn't believe in cult- cancel culture, like how do you reconcile this? Is it only because you're Jewish? And I think that's a good question. This makes me believe in cancel culture even less because I'm watching this and I'm like, this changes nothing. This fixes nothing. This only has Kanye digging his heels in deeper. This only proves what he's saying to his fans is true because it seems like the Jews control everything. Right. Like, this solves nothing, I think. And the, for the people who are like, yes, finally Adidas shopped him. It's like the smallest of potatoes and you're missing the whole big picture. The whole point. But I just, to, to finish my point is like, 
I feel like cancel culture went like went to a place where it's like if you had, you know, old tweets from your past come back, like everything you had worked for gets taken from you. If you said something that you didn't mean to be offensive, but obviously it came out offensive or it offended people like intent versus impact, you'll um, immediately lose everything. Good day, sir. Right. So it's like for me, I feel like those three types of scenarios leave no room for grace, like no room for people maybe just like genuinely making a mistake. In the case of Kanye, no mistakes were made. It's, it hasn't even doubled down, quadrupled down. He did yeah. the Pierce Morgan interview. Like it's clear that this is how he feels. It's not like an incident where somebody made a mistake. And in the incidents where people have made mistakes or things from their past come up, we're so quick to act. Like we can't we can't strip them of their accomplishments fast, fast enough. Like we can't do enough. And so for Kanye, it's been like, yeah, this is how I feel. I'm not taking it back. I'm actually going to go even further. All of that. And that takes two weeks. That's why cancel culture is flawed because can't, this is not cancel culture. Cancel culture is stripping someone of all of their right to make a living, all of their accomplishments for a mistake that they made. Right. And that they're, and that they're sorry for easily apologizing and, for. And, and really eager and open to understand why it was wrong right, and, and move on. And just not accepting people's apologies. This is like, not that. No. This is just straight up anti-Semitism. Yeah. And I do, I know we have like kind of differing opinions on this. Like I do, and I hear what you're saying. For me, like blogging onto social media and seeing like finally, like everyone is talking about anti-Semitism. I am grateful and and I- They're not talking about anti-Semitism. They're talking, they're talking about, about Kanye. Kanye's anti-Semitism. I know. And I, and I just like, this is a, in, in a, an ideal world for me, this would be a gateway to learning about everything else but I just think like the obsession with Kanye it's like it's kind of missing the point no and like I understand why you feel like logging on and seeing everyone's posting like I support Jews Jewish because people it feels and like forever like n- literally we were like that was never gonna happen yeah yeah and that nobody and nobody cared, cared. and so yes it's nice to see that people care but like in the picture the whole picture of anti-semitism like it's not this is small potatoes this is and it's everyone agrees like Kanye is wrong and nuts and yeah so I don't feel like it does anything. And to me, like if it, it, the worst part is that people have now feel like they've helped. Oh, I posted that. I did my part. Anti-Semitism is solved. Right. Let's move on when things are worse than they've ever been. So I guess- And, it's, and what's, what is alarming for me is not just like what Kanye is saying, but it, I don't think he's really converting anyone to being anti-Semitic. I think it's- They're coming out of the woodwork. It's highlighting how many people are anti-Semitic. That's very true. When you look at the comments and yeah. anyone who posted, any celebrity who posted I, that black thing with the blue font, I support mm-hmm. my Jewish friends, um, and look at the comments. Yeah, no, you're right. People like getting more comfortable in their anti-Semitism. Yeah. That's, that's so true. So I guess like in an ideal world, this would be a gateway and like anyone who's, you know, wanting to do more and not just be like, oh, I fixed Kanye, I'm done. I guess we would implore you to like keep looking because this is nothing compared to what goes on every day. Every in, single day. In and Jewish like, communities. And it's so bizarre to me. Not and not bizarre, but it's like interesting to mm-hmm. me. What gets circulated, you know? Yeah. Every single day. I follow accounts like Stop Anti-Semitism, The Israel mm-hmm. Files, Stand With Us. Every single day in my newsfeed, I see instances yeah. of anti-Semitism in this country violence. on college campuses, yeah. violence, graffiti, mm-hmm. Jews will die, swastikas. swastikas. Every single day, people on the highway honk if the Jews made COVID, whatever. Right. And just this time, it's that one picture that everybody's sharing of the, the honk if Kanye was right, the highway thing. And it's like, there are so many things like this that nobody cares about. Yeah. Why so, now? Why this picture? I agree. I honestly, like, I just think you need to lower your standards. Like, no, I for know. Real. I'm, be, I'm like, I, people are talking about it and like, we can nitpick and stuff, but like, 
it's just this cycle of like okay, something get get sparks outrage. Everybody posts the same thing. They feel like they've marked themselves as safe because yes. I showed my support. And it's like, that's just not support. No, there's a there's a myriad of issues when it comes to like social media activism. And, it's for, and, and it we could do a whole every few months there's something else that comes up. A different up cause. Like, you know you didn't help. And the worst part is that like you actually think that you did, and so you're not gonna do anything to actually help. Okay, so what can people do to help? To uh, anti-Semitism, mm-hmm. support Israel. Yeah. Support Israel. And anyone who tells you Israel's engaging in ethnic cleansing or genocide or any of that nonsense, call them out. That is a lie. And don't just take my word for it. Like, go read the history. Mm-hmm. It's it's in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Like, it's history. Study up on it. Learn about Jewish history. Learn about why Zionism is not a dirty word and why it's so important for the Jewish people to have a home state. Mm-hmm. That, to me, that's how you can help. And that means everything to me. Educate yourself on the Holocaust. One and two people don't know what the Holocaust is. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's good. And don't, like, stand for people I think and this their is, lies. I think this is a great start. How's that? I just don't think it's the start. I think it's the end. I'm choosing to be a hopeful girly, a positive girly. And so... Uh, yeah, I don't know why, like, con- at Adidas shopping, con- like, doesn't right, right. mean anything. Especially I mean, after so many weeks, it's like, oh, you're really only doing it because of you pressure. You really not, hoped it would. Not because you actually care. You hoped it would blow over That's and that you true. could get away with it and fly under the radar. So that's the latest with yay. More like nay. <laughs> Next story. Leslie Jordan has died at the age of 67. Leslie Jordan died on Monday morning after a car crash, his rep confirmed. To page six, the famed comedian was driving in Hollywood when it was later suspected he suffered some sort of medical emergency and crashed his BMW into the side of the building. The American Horror Story star was also known for his work in Will and Grace, Hearts of Fire, Call Me Cat, and of course his viral Instagram content during the pandemic that brought a lot of joy to a lot of people. Oh my God, this is so sad. You know when like, it reminded me when you hear of like a celebrity dying and it's kind of sudden, like you're you're just like for a moment, like you it's like an existential crisis. Like I remember I felt that when I heard that Kobe Bryant had died mm-hmm. because Leslie Jordan was only 67 and he's just like a very present figure on social media. And it's just like, I'm I'm shocked. Yeah. And I was so confused as to how he died. I assumed it was like a, you know, a medical thing. And then it was a car crash and a medical thing. So I'm just, this is really sad. Like honestly, P-Jom, like real true P-Jom. True P-Jom. I hopefully we'll get more details in the following days of what exactly happened. There's pictures of the car yeah. crashing into like the side of a building. So I think the speculation that he had a medical emergency like a was stroke or something. Him, yeah, is probably correct. Yeah, so sad. So I was so sad. So shocked when I read this. Like I was like, wait, like the like the the words weren't generating like computing in my brain. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like I have that sometimes like when something I just get like crazy news. Like the words aren't making sense in English. Yeah. You know? No, I, I do. It's really sad. And I feel like a lot of people like we're really big fans of him. So rest in peace. Rest in peace. Our next story, Taylor Swift dropped some content for the Swifties. She transformed into Cinderella for a sparkling bejeweled video. She said, this video is wild, whimsical, and created specifically for you, my beloved fans who have paved this shimmering path. Let's talk about the video. It was really important because 
Taylor, it was like a play on Cinderella. She had three evil stepsisters, played by the Haim sisters, an evil stepmother, played by Laura Dern, who was excellent. Hi, Dern. Um, and Taylor played the wench, which was really like thrilling. It was big for wenches everywhere. It was big for the wench community. The wench which we are firm leaders in. <laughs> So I was so, and like they said the word wench like two or three times in the video and I was just like living for it because wench has become one of my favorite words. Like They said another word that we love, weasel. Yes, and they said another word that we love. I was just thinking it. She said, lest we forget. Yeah. So it was like kind of like a toasty music video. Yeah. quite toasty. Um, and the premise of the video of course, is that there's like this ball and you know, there's a talent competition and the person who wins the talent competition gets a proposal from the prince and a key to a castle. Obviously Taylor, you know, sneaks out of the house, goes to the talent competition, wins and denies the proposal, but takes the castle queen. Um, it was star studded. Um, Dita Van Teeks was in it. Pat McGrath was in it. Jack Antonoff, Laura Dern and the Haim sisters. But for me, what I really took away from the music video was like, I think this is the first time ever that I've seen Taylor be like sexy in a bikini. She's like always been very conservative. And she talks about that a lot in her documentary. And it's not for the reasons one might think. It's just like, it's just not something she's ever really been when comfortable she doing. Bikini? The burlesque show, she's wearing a diamond bikini. It's not like high-waisted stuff? No. She's oh. wearing many different outfits, but one of them oh is a bra God. and undies, but like they're bedazzled. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was just like kind of crazy. I guess. Like, now that I think about it, I've seen her in a bikini once in these blurry um, pictures when she was staying in Lenny Kravitz's RV, remember? On yeah. the beach, her and Joe. Well, because people think she doesn't have a belly button, but her belly button is seen here. She looks amazing. Um, I just felt like it was so crazy. Like, she's just not that girl. Yeah. Like- I loved it. She looked incredible. And like the aesthetic of the video, which was like very 50s glamour, um, burlesque, bejeweled, big martini glasses, Dita Von Teese, side parts. It was amazing. And I loved it. I was just like really shook at like the body. I mean, her body's incredible, but like we've never seen it. Yeah. That's just not what Taylor does. Cause she's like this, she's always been like this conservative girly, like red era wearing like keds and below the knee skirts. For sure. And yes, this is probably the most skin we've seen from her, but it's still like a, fashion bikini like they're it's more covered than like a it's still sexy triangle bathing suit yeah but it's still like sexy it's sexy sure it's a sexy baby <laughs> she looks so good like really it was a really beautiful music video and of course there's like so many easter eggs i think a lot of people for for them this video pretty much confirmed that the next re-recording is speak now because someone said don't speak it like laura dern said in the beginning laura dern said something in the beginning in the beginning before the music video starts they're actually playing enchanted in the background yes. um when she gets in the elevator she goes to the third floor oh i thought it was because of 13 no but there are 13 floors in the building of course um then she's wearing clips in her hair that say ts and then they, uh, then again it says um sn so I don't think she was really trying to be coy. Like, I think she's no. like being like, yeah, speak now is next, which is super exciting. Obviously I was hoping for 1989, but like, it's okay. Um, and I have to imagine that the version of Enchanted that was at the beginning, which was very low and difficult to hear, is Taylor's version, right? Yeah, if she's sampling it, right, then she's there's gonna, a version. She's not gonna pay Scooter. No. So it was just a really stunning music video. She went on Jimmy Fallon last night to like tease it and get everyone excited. And she looked great. She's just like, this is a really like stunning era for her. She looks so good and tall and happy and healthy and, I'm just loving it. Really, truly loving it. Yeah. The aesthetics are great. And the music videos have been really premium. I really like the anti-hero one. That one wasn't as like glamorous. It was very like introspective. Like, because the whole concept of the album is like things that keep you up at night. And I think for a lot of people, like 
everyone has like these insecurities about the way other people perceive them. And so she had these three different versions of herself that she feels like other people see her as. And I guess I never really put together, but like she's a really tall girl. And I guess tall girls are like insecure about their height. Tall girl. Right, unless you're like a model, which most tall girls are not. Um, so she's like this giant version of herself and the house that she's in is like a dollhouse to her because she's so tall. And I think obviously, even if you're not tall, you can relate to that sentiment of like being kept up at night by like your appearance and like what people must see you as. Yeah, that's how I feel today in these shoes. Like yeah. so tall, I'm just like a monster. Right, like if it was my music video, like my late night version of myself would be like a big hairy moly beast. Like, cause that's like how petrified I am that everyone sees me that way. Do you know what I mean? What would yours be? Oh, well, now you have me thinking about being short, like. Being short does not bother me in the slightest. No, it doesn't, but I do think, like, people, I think it bothers other people. Who are short? No, about, like, they look at us, and they're like, we're so short. Well, fuck them. Yeah, 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 but, like, I just feel like it really clouds how people see us, Mm. but not how I see myself. I, like, seriously don't care. Like, I'd so much rather be short than tall. Yeah, and that's just I'm being, like, small. And being short is, like, a cute thing about us, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think, unless you're a guy, but for a girl, I really don't think there's any downsides to being short of course being a, a tall girl you're limited in your you know dating no, options because you always want to date someone taller than you like some I, short girls like want to be taller especially girls who are like five five and i think see think they could be models well yeah and then they're like they lie about their height to be taller and it's like who cares no totally height is like not something in my brain that no. i factor but you're right that it is for other people but maybe it's because everyone is taller than us like it's never mattered yeah, I'm just like, this is how I see the world, literally, and I'm fine with it. Same, and like, when I take pictures with people, and like, I'm the shortest one, like, great, I'm so tiny and small and frail, I love it. Yeah. Um. So, the music videos have been fabulous. She did release a teaser, like, before, oh, it was an Amazon Prime, the Thursday Night Football thing, of all the music video, like, things that she's going to be doing, and there were clips in there that aren't in the anti-hero video and that aren't in the Bejeweled video, so there's more coming. That's good. I yeah. wish, like, it's a lot to digest in one week. Like, I wish that these were singles and that we had time to process and enjoy because it's a lot. So I actually am. She's, like, perf- flipped the model. Yeah, from her, on, on herself, yeah. Yeah, but, like, and it's cool to, like, be a flipper. There's a conspiracy theory that this is a visual album, kind of how, like, Formation and every song has a video. Cool, like, I just could have used some time. Yeah, well, time, now- Time, curious time, give me no compasses, give me no signs. Now that we've had, like, a decent amount of time, I've definitely made more of, I'm able to see the album, not as just, like, a medley of songs mm-hmm. and lyrics, but differentiating one from another, and there are many songs that I'm really, really into. Um, I think currently, You're On Your Own Kid is probably my favorite. Um, again, because it's just so deeply introspective, like, it's- it's so on point. It's funny how like we're all so different, but at night, like we're all kept up by the same things. Yeah. No matter how big or small, like everyone worries about their family. I think when you get to a certain age, you worry about your parents. Like you, like we're all the same, you know? Yeah. And you also worry about like how you're coming off to other people. And what you look like. And yeah. And the people in your life. Like we all really have the same problems. And that's what I learned from the album. So I love you're on your own, Kittle. That one's like a lot about like how other people see you and like your body. Um, I love the great war and I love bejeweled. Like it's such that's, we made it our TikTok spoiler alert. It was to bejeweled. Don't, we don't want to ruin it for you. Yeah. But I think that, but I've already told you, you the song and what's in it. So, and you've seen our outfits. Um, so but you should still go to my TikTok and watch it. You should best believe I'm still bejeweled when I'm, but you know what? 
with Taylor's albums, I really do feel like it takes me a long time to like get to know them completely. Um, and when they come out, they really make me like it highlights my favorite albums. And I feel like this is I've always said like my favorite Taylor album is 1989 and it is. But I think my favorite Taylor album is now Evermore. Now that like we've moved on to the next one. Mm -hmm. Evermore is such a work of art. And I feel like it kind of stands in the shadow of folklore. Yeah. Like people like cream their pants over folklore. Not on this show. Not in our world. Like because Evermore is better than folklore. It is. I think Evermore like might be her best album, which is like kind of crazy to say. I, it's so hard because I think it's like Evermore, Red, and Fearless. But only because for me, Fearless, like, just like what it meant time. in my life, yeah. you know, what it didn't like if in my past, like if I listened to all the songs now, I don't want to listen to all them right now. But they remind you of that time in your life. Yeah, and at that time in my life, they were the best songs I ever heard. Right. And like you were young and free and at camp. Like, yeah, they were like the songs that I needed for that time in yeah. my life. No, totally. So that's the thing. And I feel like this phase that I'm in now, like is, it's evermore. You're in an, you're an evermore phase. Well, you are like a few years younger than her. So you're just like a few years behind. Always right. trailing. And if like when you're 32, you'll be listening to Midnight's. Maybe. Are you ready for our next story? Only if it's the next story that's brought to you by Seeds. It is. Turns out everything you think you know about probiotics is probably wrong. Like those probiotic tortilla chips, they sounded way too good to be true. Well, the good news is that Seeds DS01 Daily Symbiotic is the real deal. Not all probiotics are created equal. So the Daily Symbiotic from Seeds is a broad spectrum two-in-one probiotic and prebiotic. It is a 24-strain broad spectrum probiotic and prebiotic that's formulated for digestive, gut immune, and additional systemic benefits. The capsule and capsule protects against stomach acid, digestion enzymes, and bile salts for viability through digestion. So what does that mean? the live probiotics will actually make it to the end of the small intestine for delivery into your colon. If you've taken a probiotic before and you didn't feel a difference, it's likely because the good bacteria wasn't surviving your GI tract. Seed is designed differently and that's why it works. It supports benefits in and beyond the gut. So seed will support the ease of bloating, healthy regularity, ease of evacuation, which means, you know, like duties on their way out, which is really like a journey for everyone, especially like almost 30 I'm having a hard time but it'll also support your gut barrier your skin health your heart health and your micronutrient synthesis so basically there's like an endless list of benefits to taking um uh, the daily symbiotic and I feel like a lot of people like dabble in prebiotics and probiotics and it's like tough to know what's working and what's a good brand and seeds is totally a brand that you can trust um and the daily symbiotic is a prebiotic and a probiotic in one and they have sustained delivery every month. So each component of their refill system is designed to protect your DSO-1 daily symbiotic and be gentler on the earth. So if you want to start a new healthy habit today, visit seed.com slash toast and use code toast to redeem 20% off your first month of the Seed's DSO-1 daily symbiotic. That's seed, S-E-E-D dot com slash toast and use code toast seed s-e-e-d dot com slash toast code toast to redeem 20 percent off your first month thank you mcclardia you're welcome so katie perry has suffered um this is twisted injury as her eyelid got stuck during her performance at her vegas residency her fans are joking that she suffered a glitch one eye open when i'm sleeping one eye mechanical failure they said (laughs) but uh, her fans were quick to joke that the usually well-oiled machine suffered a quote glitch on monday night after her eyelid appeared to get stuck during her las vegas residency 
In footage which has been uploaded to TikTok, the singer could be seen struggling to open one of her eyes in the middle of the show with many users quipping she suffered a, quote, mechanical failure. It was really, like, creepy to watch. Like, she has no control over one of her eyelids and it, like, stays shut and she tries to open it and it shuts. It's giving, like, horror movie. It looks really scary. She, like, maybe she's, like, doing too much and going too fast. Like, she needs to see a doctor and she needs to, like, it was actually really scary. Like, it was, like, a total loss of a motor skill. Yes. It was really, like, like, people shouldn't be joking about it, even myself. Like, it looked, I'm not a doctor obviously but it looked like hella serious it did look very serious some people are speculating that she had eyelash yeah. glue um or was wearing i saw someone no. say that there was lash um the magnetic lashes and so if you put them on the bottom no then the top one can get stuck to the bottom one but that's not it no and it seems to be a medical issue it reminds me of like kind of what justin bieber when he had yeah like uh, a paralysis of the face yeah so it's really scary. The video's really creepy. Like it really, it's one of those things that gives you a chill up your spine. No, and like, I think when it first came out, people thought it was Photoshopped or filtered. Or like a filter, yeah. Um, But I hope she's okay. Me too. Like, I feel like, I actually kind of want to see her Vegas residency. I've heard it's really good. I I'm feel sure like she's just like great. doing a lot, you know? I'm sure it's great. Is that a symptom of doing a lot? I don't know, but like exhaustion, like when I get really tired, I do get like eye twitches. It looks nothing like that. And you can't even see my eye twitching. It's just like in my eyebrow and it really fucking feels weird. But maybe this is like, again, I'm not a doctor. I'm probably the furthest thing from a doctor. Um, so this is just my diagnosis, which again means absolutely nothing to anyone. So your diagnosis is doing a lot. Yeah, my diagnosis, take a, take a rest, you know, take a nap. Well, diagnosis is see a doctor see a doctor which for i'm real. sure she is and like yeah. she paused to like try and she was trying to like open her open eyes. It was really gross like, i think she's probably more shook than anyone else yeah no but like the video was extremely creepy like yeah it was giving american horror story i'm not yeah. trying to be mean i'm just saying like it, it it felt really serious yes it does i'm sure it's serious to her too time so. curious time give me no compasses give me no signs sorry you can't like start singing you know mm. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? So quick. <laughs> that was quick. Oh my God, we're only- A couple of them were like breeze through a couple This long. is going to be our first episode that's under an hour in probably two months. Don't like we, speak too soon because you never know. Right, we, we still start talking minutes. about something and yeah. I can tell you about the next book I want to read. Oh no. I'm kidding. Oh my God, I thought we were like, I thought we were at the place where we could joke it, but we're not. Okay. No, maybe tomorrow. Yeah, no, like you're entitled to be like sensitive. It's fine. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Some things like, by the way, and actually this is totally serious. Like sometimes some things just hate you. Like- normally it wouldn't bother you but whether it's the day or just like this one particular issue like hits you sideways and like you, you get upset yeah i get that sometimes it's just like a one particular issue maybe it's a build up of no. all the other times i spoke okay come down and all um, the other mm -hmm's i suffered oh through mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay our fifth and final story a little realist because one thing about me is like mm. if someone's talking and telling a story like i can't be silent no you really can't you don't oh, have this to, is me this is me right yeah no you don't mm -hmm. have to say anything. I can't. Like, I cannot. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Right, 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 mm -hmm. right. Right, 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 right. That's what I do. <coughs> it's really annoying. Is this an old coffee or a new coffee? An hour. An hour. Oh. You can have a sip. Oh, no, it's not yesterday. It's not? Oh. No. So, yeah, that's just one thing about me. That's why I'm a, a humming, humming. And it, maybe it was like I was a little bored, but maybe, like, I think if you remember that it's something that I do, like it comes off like less patronizing, you know? It can comfort me during those dark times. Right, right. 
Are you ready for our fifth and final story? A little real estate news. Mm. Real Housewives of Orange County star Heather yes. Dubrow is selling Chateau Dubrow for $55 million. Heather Dubrow and her husband, Dr. Terry Dubrow, have reportedly sold their 14-bedroom California mansion for a staggering $55 million. Heather told Entertainment Tonight, with two kids at college, we've been thinking about our next move. We just bought a, pen a cool penthouse in LA, and sometimes the universe shows you the right direction. Change is exciting. This was the... Um now, I think it took the record for the highest, in Orange County, the highest residential home sale. Wow, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a sick house. It really and is. And at least we got like one season of it because she literally left the show as it was being built and then everyone used to wonder and she used to like make people go to her YouTube channel. And to us, it feels like she just moved in and now she's moving out because we only saw one season. Right. But they've been living there for a really long time and it's really not that crazy given how long that they've lived there. And they're we're always talking about how they would like flip properties and move on to the next. Right, because at the end of the day, like a home is an investment no matter how big or small. Yeah. And their kids like are grown. And you don't need 14 bedrooms. No, and like Heather and Terry are like very much like socialite celebrity thirst monsters. So like they should be in LA. They don't need like a big old house an hour and a half outside LA. Like, yeah. But what does this mean for her on the show? What is, what's going on with in the Orange show? County, I have watch. no idea. Like Taylor Armstrong is on. And Tamara returns. Taylor Armstrong's? I think we reported that. Yeah, as a yeah. friend, right? Yeah. Uh, that's a great question. So maybe, I don't know. Maybe she won't come back. I mean, they thought it was like going to change everything and it changed quite literally nothing. So. That's the thing about things. It's like some, nothing really changes. No, that's the thing about housewives. Like at the end of the day, it's an ensemble thing. Like no matter, even if you have one amazing housewife, that was kind of like Ladies of London. Like you had Caroline Stanberry, but like some of the other ladies were falling flat. No, no, no. Ladies of London was a perfect show. But you know what I mean? Like it's not a one woman show. No, it's not. It's not. So while Heather coming back was a good idea, like they changed nothing else. Yeah. Therefore, nothing changed. Therefore. Yeah. So good for them. Would love to have just like 55 mil sitting in the bank. So. And they'll probably go buy some, build some more houses. They like had one in Montana coming up. They were looking oh, yeah. Cabo. Mexico, yeah. And I'm sure that they will buy something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not worried about them. They do not. They do well for themselves. Yeah. I think they'll be just fine. Um, So that was the past five. That was our show. Pretty fast. Thank you guys so much for listening to The Toast. Wow. We are back tomorrow for uh, Dear Toasters. There's no TV on tonight, right? No, tell me lies. Is that it comes out at midnight. Okay, like, so tomorrow. Or we'll we can watch because we have. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we can watch. Yeah, we got screeners because we're like celebrity. Like. But I still have to watch last week, so I'll make time for that today. Okay. And um, then tonight, it's Wednesday. Tomorrow is Salt Lake City and Beverly Hills. Oh, because today's Tuesday. I'm so yeah. sorry. I'm getting so ahead of myself. So we have Dear Toasters tomorrow, a little TV recap, and just another fabulous episode back at regular timing. Thank you all so much for listening to the Toast of the Millennium Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as podcasts anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iRadio, CastBox, all the places we listen to podcasts. Find us to Toast, leave a five-star review, about a beautiful setting. It's where we are. Hope you guys have an incredible Tuesday, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye-bye.